Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? So for those of you who didn't tune into Monday's episode, uh, this special Wednesday presentation is, uh, it's the first episode of a project that myself and Drew uh, are going to be working on going forward, hopefully, if, if, if we get good enough reception from you. Uh, it's called Scrump and Drew's Music Box. It's going to be us talking about um, our favorite music, music. Uh, and yeah, you know, we shot a pilot episode that was Patreon exclusive only. And um, now we're doing this one to go ahead and see what the general audience of uh, our listeners uh, think about it. So um, give it a listen, you know, shoot me back any feedback that you have, any notes, anything that, um, you know, you'd think we'd like to hear. And so, yeah, man, without any further ado, welcome to Volume 1 of Scrump and Drew's Music Box. Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode one of Scrump and Drew's Music Box. I'm, of course, Scrump. And I am, of course, Drew. And uh, welcome to all you first-time listeners. For those of you guys unaware, my name is Scrump, and I am the, the, I'm the host over at uh, the PWT Cast, the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees, uh, along with other sort of various side Patreon ones, Scrump's Detective Agency, Scrump's Family Video, and uh, my buddy Drew over here, well, he's no fucking slouch when it comes to podcasting. Yeah, I too am the co-host of uh, <laughs> PWT Cast, and... Uh, I'm also a co-host of a little show called The Draft Pod, which is, of course, the premier draft podcast or drafting podcast on the Jabroni U Network. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've been I was thinking about this the other day. I think I've been like doing this shit for like seven, eight years or something like that now. Like um, way back in the day when I was just, you know, I. I was the, the the you know, just looking up and looking at the posters of john pollock and waiting on my wall and going i want to i want to talk about wrestling every week and then i soon realized let's just leave that to the professionals and uh you know let's switch switch gears and just draft shit so i want to know where you got a poster of the two because i would i would love one of those it's actually uh, uh, it's actually uh dj jopo <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I myself have now been doing this. Like, we're coming up on the on on the four year anniversary of of PWT Cast, and um, yeah, you know, again, I'm having fun with that. I, I I still very much enjoy doing that. I love doing that. I love coming on to, uh, to the draft pod. I'm I'm one of the Golden Eagles, which means I have been featured probably one too many times. Uh, but you know, five it, times, five time, five time, five time, five time. Uh, but. Uh, Drew and I had an idea. Well, so this actually sort of stemmed from an episode of the Draft Pod in which Drew revealed that uh, he was a big fan of the group Atmosphere. And mm-hmm. uh, anyone who knows me, I'm also a, a huge fan of the group Atmosphere. And so we sort of got to talking, and I'd been wanting to sort of branch out and do something music related for a while as with the regular pwt cast it's it's a little hard to just inject music into there and with the regular patreon shows again one's dedicated to movies and tv the other one is dedicated solely to you know like cryptids conspiracy theories sort of supernatural Mm. stuff and we started messing around with the idea of this and you know uh if you are a member of the patreon uh, over at uh, patreon.com forward slash pwt cast you would have heard the 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 raw and unedited uh pilot episode that we sort of did and so we're sitting now and and recording what what should be episode one of of this show and you know this the sort of idea with this too is 
to just expose, just expose, just talk about our favorite music. You know, we're not going to be, I'm not going to try and convince Drew to like my music and uh, vice versa. You know, this is sort of but just. I might. Yeah. You know, like, uh, I, you know, this, this has been, uh, this has been the summer of me discovering new music. Yeah. You know, uh, that May Queen constantly sending me new music every day, which is great. I, I, and the thing with me is I constantly joke about how, like, I don't know what I pretty much just stopped listening to new music after like 2011, you know, yeah. and, and occasionally I'm, and I'm not a caveman. Occasionally something will come on and I'm like, Oh, okay. This is yeah. ice spice, huh? This is who all the kids <laughs> love these days. That's great. Um, but there are other artists who like, uh, people mention and i'm like i have no idea who they are and it's not even like younger people like what you know our, our buddy andy over at the draft pod uh, him yeah. and james they'll constantly mention artists that i'm just like yeah i love their last album wasn't as great <laughs> as their first um and so yeah so you know hopefully this will you know this will be a way for us just to just discover new music share music that we love or possibly even music that we hate you know that yeah. that 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 was one of the things too in which drew and i we started uh talking we were like you know it would be fun aside from music that we love well, like <laughs> music that we hate you know like a whole nickelback episode specifically um i'm just, i don't know if you hate nickelback that is just uh i don't know if i could do a whole episode because i really only know the the fucking what the hell's on joey's head song uh the only one i know is uh the one from the spider-man movie and the photograph one. Photograph is the one I was thinking of. There you go. Yeah, we all right. Well, we're not going to do a worst of Nickelback <laughs> as we only know uh, two of the songs, but uh, just a bunch of different random sort of things, you know. And so, I guess what you can sort of expect weekly is to hear from both of us or or just one of us. You know, we have a a long rotating list of friends uh, who've been on our various podcasts that will occasionally bring on a steve feast probably you know that guy loves music so definitely have him on um we know musicians as well one of us yeah. actually used to be a musician yeah scrump <laughs> yeah it's scrump I, yeah i used to be a musician you'll hear all about that it was a it was back when i lived in ohio it was a it was a hardcore band i wrote a song yeah. about the olsen twins nice. um <laughs> i'll talk about it a little bit later but okay. um yeah, so that's sort of just what we aim to, to get at with here. And, of course, feedback always welcome. Feedback always, uh, you know, is it's, it's something. That is sort of what this is. You know, as much as we put out a, a pilot episode, uh, this is pilot episode part two, really. Uh, and as much as we want to hear from you guys, we want to hear what you think. Uh, you know, if you like, you guys just sound like a pair of donkeys making donkey noises, well, it's on brand for us, as <laughs> we do tend to make donkey noises. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this because again, there is, uh, there's not enough music out there, you know. We're, we're, there's a shortage of music, so I'm glad that we're going to probably wind up covering music, it all. Music, listen, there's a shortage of, of music. There's a shortage of podcasts, and there's definitely a shortage of podcasts about music. Exactly, you know. Yeah. So um, that's sort of what we aim to get at here. And uh, it's like if only one of our friends would have thought about like a. Like if any of our friends would have thought about doing a show about playing music, I mean, I'm surprised like James or Ben or Andy 
Like none of those guys ever even thought to do that. You know, it's crazy. Well, thankfully we're here and I'm pretty sure we'll have those guys on at some <laughs> point sooner rather than later. Um, yeah. Which again, too, I, in one of the things it's like, I know this is a lot of people's first time listening. So no, of course. Hello. Yeah. Uh, Welcome. Well, but also welcome back to I can imagine a, a drugs Delaney is gonna. We need to get drugs Delaney on here. Mm. Like drugs, Delaney, I'm I'm telling you now, buddy. I know you're probably listening to this and you're gonna tweet about it because I love that. I the <laughs> you know the the three things I can expect every Monday are death, taxes, and drugs Delaney tweeting about the PWT cast. Um, so I can imagine you know when when this be, if this becomes a weekly show, he'll be tweeting about that as well, and we'll we'll definitely bring him on. Um, Man, I gotta. I gotta like re-download Twitter just to make sure he's not just talking shit about me for the last like sixty episodes. No, he's actually he started to tag you with like most of the most of the tags are this fucking guy too. <laughs> <laughs> no, most of like the one today was Monday on my way to work listening to at PWT cast what's by the homie Scrump and Drew. Oh you know? nice. Yeah, you've you've become you've become part of that. So it's definitely it's definitely a good sign. You know, it's a good sign if uh Drugs Delaney is tweeting about you. You know, unless your name is Matt Cardona or Kid Rock, because he does, he does not have fun things to say about that. Um, oh, he's not gonna like my song selection today. Oh yeah, this is the best of Kid Rock uh, edition. Sorry, sorry, drugs. Um, I, did, I did. I'm playing ball with the ball and woo woo woo. <laughs> you know, ball with the ball is the only song that I know about Kid Rock. Um, what do you call it? But yeah, so you know, again, so and. The way this will work is um, there'll be two separate sets of songs. So I, I will compile a list of three. Um, it, sometimes it might turn into more, depending depending on how we are with time and how just in you know if we're feeling a little silly, we might just you know get into it. But uh, for most episodes, it'll be I will pick a th- I will pick three songs. Drew will pick three songs, and we'll sort of just rotate and you know um, go from there. But uh, another one, another fun thing I thought would be, uh, yeah. you know, let's incorporate, let, let's incorporate just some random music. And in that as much as, uh, every week I will ask, you know, I, me or Drew, you know, wh- whoever is the one that's hosting will ask, pick a number between, uh, one and 30. And on this last episode, Drew picked one and, you know, the premise is basically pick, you know, pick a number, whatever uh-huh. age we were at that time on our birthdays we will talk about the number one song and I, we could always switch it up as well too you know like if we're doing a christmas episode let's see like what what was the number one christmas song or whatever the case may be and so i went ahead and i picked uh, and it's funny because uh it's um it's in the same it's off the same album the the songs that that we picked or the songs that i picked uh and of course i turned nine uh june 26th um 1990 or no 2002 and it was in the summer so it was pretty hot dude it was actually really hot um yeah and um the number one song on my birthday when i turned nine years old was uh hot in here by nelly fun fact uh first cd that i owned was uh uh nellyville yeah Nice. Yeah, like the first CD that I bought with my own money. I, you know, there were CDs prior to that, um, but this one in particular was yeah one that I went to Target and bought myself. Which, uh, you know, I, I like Nelly. Nelly is one of these dudes, a St. Louis guy, not too far from here. Um, you know, I dig it. I, I don't know your thoughts on Nelly. 
Um, he was. I guess he was like the big name when I was like not really into hip hop. When I was like formally planted in my metalhead phase, especially like pop hip hop, I was like, ugh, you know. But I think I grew to love him. Like you know, by the time Shaky Shaky Tail Feather came out, like I was like, hell yeah, yeah. You know, that's like Nelly's got some hits. You know, like I I always I think about like. Um, specifically like you know a few years from this he comes out with grills and yeah. uh the amount of gum wrappers that were on my contemporary and i'm not even gonna lie myself at a few times yeah. uh, like that we wrapped around our teeth which i can still like oh I, it, it was such a gross feeling um you know the like that was a very iconic thing you know the uh the band-aid on his face too this album in particular and the song isn't going to come up so i feel okay talking about it but um air force ones you know it's on this album to this day drew i've never owned a pair and <laughs> i remember us going to you know to the mall all the time and seeing them and that's the thing like we grew up lower middle class so i got shoes around um like uh school starting and then maybe like Christmas or my birthday if I asked, but I saved all the cool shit for that. So I wasn't really getting shoes. I mean, even now I'm not really much of a shoe guy. Will I hear my inner child if I go buy myself a pair of black and blue Air Force Ones like I really wanted from the Mega Mall when I was a kid? Uh, Possibly. What else are you doing with your money? Yeah. Um, but also, uh, the, the shoe fiends have since then made it almost impossible to get like yeah, a nice I pair of air to. forces for retail price. Um, so I don't know you guys, listen, if anyone's listening, my birthday's coming up, you know, uh, that's fine. Don't, yeah, no, don't, no, anyone else, don't get me a pair of air force ones. I, I have enough shoes. You know, I, I don't, I, I don't, 11. I mean, it, I'm a different size in most, but like, it's, I'm not even being facetious. I'm literally different. Like, I don't remember what size I am in Nikes, um, which also yeah, Nike, I feel like Nike always runs small. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, you know, that's, that's, that's sort of where we were on, on my ninth birthday. How, how old would you have been turning in 2002? 2002 i well i'm 10 years up on you so oh yeah so you would have been 19 yeah um oh, man you know so birthday that would have been september 12th 1992 wait no no no. this is no it's the same one for us yeah, oh it's wait still my ninth birthday. it's 10 year different oh shit you know what i totally did this wrong then um well as you can see this is this is sort of what we get um we're still in the in the prep phase yeah it's still the prep but it's fine because again uh you know we're we are uh professionals see i had another song lined up because again i didn't do the math right um but it's fine we can go ahead and 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 sling on over to 1992 um you know that's not a I don't know. Like we just pick a pick a year every time, like in like a two thousand two rather than a nine. 
you know what? Well, then we're total. Yeah, we'll 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 do that because I already got the next song lined up. You know, it's almost it's it's a I dilemma. Kinda... It's a dilemma that I have in that yeah. I already have it lined up because I forgot the own rule that I set up. Um, I kind of want to see what that was. I mean, I actually I I have it pulled up on on the billboard. It's uh, "End of the Road" by Boys to Men. Oh, um, he's so pissed. We're not playing that. Yeah. Well, also. Yeah, I don't think I would have been born. I wouldn't have been born yet. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, no, I was born in 93. 93 yeah. till infinity, baby. Um, which a lot of people got that tattoo that I know. And thankfully, I never got it. Um, yeah, I mean, again, more... more if, see, I remember this song more for the music video. Like, this is a song that I see a lot of people talk about the music video, specifically because... Uh, Kelly Rowland is using a, uh, which would have been like, ooh, the cool phone, the sidekick. Uh, but she's using, for whatever reason, Excel, the uh, like Microsoft Word program, uh, to send a text message. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's very, uh, it's very. I don't know. Weird that that's how it is that she's going about it or whatever. Um, it was around in 2002. Wait, wait, what? So the sidekick was around in 2002? I'm pretty sure it was for this music video, yeah. Huh. <laughs> I like it came out. I thought it came out in like 2006. Um, I can check right now. I feel like cell phones were barely a thing in 2002. Yeah, no, Sidekick phones came out in 2002. The Sidekick phone came out from 2002 to 2010. See? This is... Wow. what. But actually, wait, this doesn't even make sense because this would have came out... It says... It came out in uh, October of, 20, of 2002. What is going on here? <laughs> You need to fact check, check this story of yours there, Scrub. I'm, I'm looking it up now. Yeah, Dilemma XL. Yeah, no, she's... Uh, oh, no. She's not using a sidekick. She's using a Nokia. Okay. Yeah. You know, which again, it, that's the, the whole premise of the song is, you know, she's leaving her boyfriend for Nelly because her boyfriend didn't respond on XL. Like, that sort of feels like you were setting him up to fail. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's one thing to not return someone's text message, um, but it's another when you can't, you know. Hey, Drew, yeah. I sent you a fucking... <laughs> did you, did you, did you, did you give me permissions? <laughs> like, this is... Uh, did you give me permissions to edit this document? I'm confused. <laughs> hey, Drew. I don't, you know said- I don't know what the auto sum is. Like, what, what do you... Hey, hey guys, there's no episode of the PWT cast this week. Uh, yeah, Drew won't respond uh, to my PDF that I sent him um, <laughs> via Photoshop. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. You can't open up a PDF on Photoshop. Well, he's not fucking responding, so we're also not recording, uh, you know, PWT cast this week. But um, yeah, that is definitely a meme that I've seen for, for a while going around now. And um, yeah, you know, so I guess sort of going forward, we'll do that. We'll pick a year. We'll pick a year and a month. You know, because I guess in that, 
I guess our dilemma, even in that, it's like in 1992, I wouldn't have been around. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I guess we could still talk about it. Listen, this is the fun. You let us know. Jesse Kolenberg, I know you're listening right now. You let us know. You and Jonathan Mayer get together, talk about... Um, brain trust. Brain trust. Yeah, you guys, listen. You guys are the backbone of this. All right? You let us know. Um, but yeah, that'll sort of just be the gist of it. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, sh- should we go ahead and, and get into our um, into our, our first selection in this? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, just be- I'm gonna go ahead and start with uh, with the H2O song that that you picked, okay. only because I can close the program that I'm using it. But uh, we're talking about off the uh, Nothing to Prove album, uh, "What Happened" by H2O. Yeah. When it began, for those who don't know, it didn't matter how you look. Bit of a theme for me because it's all water based. No. WAP is yeah, the next yeah. song. Yeah. It was uh, oh, dude. I can I can I still cannot believe nobody picked wet ass pussy for a wet song. Like we just failed. Um, but yeah, uh, like this this theme came about because I was uh, today's episode. You know, you said pick some favorites, some three more favorites from our zero episode. And I was like, all right, I'll kind of, you know, do that, but also do it around mood. And that, it's just one of those days where you kind of feel like those days I don't feel like I'm the punk rock self that I am, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like, ugh. I feel myself having too many fake. I had like three meetings today. I'm having fake conversations with people I don't like where I'm just fake smiling the whole time. Like, <laughs> like my mouth hurts like after that like it just feels gross and like i needed to like shake it all off and like recenter myself and that's kind of like what these three songs when i listen to these they kind of recenter me in that way um this is a song that i always liked and it kind of goes back to the episode two three episodes ago of dave where you know the fa- the, the quote by alley um, you know, it doesn't have to mean everything, but it can't mean it, nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is a good part too. Um, what's his name? Matt Skiba from Me from Blink One Eighty Two. Yes. Also from that is true. Um, yeah, he. Uh, or, uh, I don't know. It's just like I said. Maybe it's just the old man in me, but. It's just the song's all about like, you know, the music should fucking mean something to you, no matter what you do. Like, um, because really, I mean, in all the shit you do, like if you're muddling through, like it shows in your work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you're doing it for other reasons besides just like not being in your heart. Like, I feel like I can always hear that. Like, whether it be a podcast I listen to, or whatever. Like, if somebody's like uninspired, like you can tell. And uh, like this is just like I said, this is kind of a recentering me of that thing of like, yeah, you got to do something to fucking show people that you actually like this shit. So no, for sure. Like I and like I, I can I can relate to that in as much as yeah, like you see a lot. Like you know, we made the joke. I've like oh, there's too many people with podcasts, um, mm-hmm. but that's sort of what it feels. And 
you know, again, you having done it for seven, eight years now and myself doing it for like, um, you know, <laughs> spoiler alert, uh, neither one of us are rich, you know? Yeah. And it's yeah. fine because I can speak for myself and Drew. Like, mm. that's not what we do it for. I don't, I, you know, yeah. this is the, this is the fourth podcast that I do. <laughs> You know, and if like if you don't include like again like my and I do occasional guest spots, you know, again over on the draft pod uh, over jabroniu dot com, uh, and you know like with over with post wrestling with MCU later, and it's one of those things where it's like yeah, I this is what I love to do, you know, mm-hmm. like um, when like when people ask the question like oh what are some of your hobbies, honestly, and it sounds fucking like lame, but no, yeah, this is definitely like one of them, you know, and there is a complacency to just things in general you know whether it's your work your your you know your relationships friendships like it just it happens sometimes you know and it's and it's sort of left up to you to either shit or get off the pot yeah you know um yeah i remember hearing something a long time ago i want to say it was on nerdist um where they were he was talking to somebody and they were talking about how like like you know like when we were younger or, you know, I hate that because it just sounds like I'm just get off my lawn and people, but <laughs> you are like, shaking your fist at the sky as you say that. No. They're like, uh, you know, when you were younger, you, you wanted to be kids in general. They, they, they wanted like, Oh, what do you want to be? Like, I want to be like a guitar player. I want to be a podcaster even though it wasn't a thing when we were little but like you know all that and it's like now what do you want to be and it's like i want to be famous and it's like okay um do you want to <laughs> figure yeah. that out no, no. <laughs> yeah it's and listen and i don't i don't fault you know like uh, the, the the gen z for seeing uh. people you know, prosper off that, become famous off of that and want to do the same because, you know, uh, one of my good friends, uh, Cody, you know, like he always says, you know, like do the work and it sounds cheesy. It sounds fucking lame, but that, that like, that is just what it is. You have to do the work. Nobody, nobody ever at like, you know, uh, a little bit into my personal life. Um, I've wanted to make a movie for years now. You know, like there's a song up here on this list in which, you know, it very, like I very much borrowed from this song because it motivates me whenever I listen to this particular artist. Um, yeah. But the thing is, is um, Legendary Pictures is never going to come knocking on my door and go, hey, <laughs> you uh, you got anything? You yeah. know, Kevin Feige is never going to call me up and go, hey, oh, fuck, uh, really quick. Uh, you, do you want to direct the next Blade movie? you have any ideas for blade and i'm like sure (laughs) i guess you know like it's just it's never gonna happen to anybody Mm. Um, unless it is something within your field if you're already making movies you know if 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 you're making tv already yes probably you know uh it'll be easier to open said doors but it's also one of those things where uh you know you you got to be ready for it most things like luck to me isn't really it's it doesn't it's it's you got to be at the right time at you know it's the right circumstances mm-hmm. you know you have to hone your craft because again like um i always think to to you know like and just because i was just listening to them um the impractical jokers you know a lot of people are like oh they were overnight success 
they didn't become famous till they were like 40. Yeah. They'd been doing improv since about high school or they're like mid 30s, really. Mm-hmm. But again, it just it took forever. And that's not to say again, that's not to say that, you know, you have to be the starving artist for X amount of years. But also, you know, you can't Drew and I didn't get it. We're not we didn't, we're not getting into this and we didn't get into it expecting to be, you know, Joe Rogan. Yeah. Although this episode is brought to you by Onnit Supplements, you know, <laughs> if you use promo yeah. code PWTCast, you get twenty uh, percent off your first order. But yeah. you know, like it's just it's it's I'm alpha brain. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'm at an alpha brain right now. I don't know if you could tell. Um, yeah. I'm gonna go do some sixth planet, fifth planet jujitsu right afterwards, also, <laughs> uh, and and talk about Gobekli Tepe. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah. that's all the Joe Rogan guys. But yeah, no, that, and I very much like that. Like, there's that that sort of you know like uh, punk. Is, is that the genre really you know h2o is our hardcore punk yeah hardcore punk that yeah it always sort of just like i get what you mean by you you put it on and it's like fuck this corporate job yeah yeah um because very much like that um there is there's a whole specific subject sub genre of, of, of music that i listen to and you you listen to it, you go oh this guy really loves doing drugs and getting into fights and being into gangs and you know uh uh, disrespecting women I, I don't but what i do love to do is to i love to stay fly and of course that's the first song that i'm talking about um from 2005 off the album most known unknown i'm talking about three six mafias stay fly um i fucking love this song like <laughs> i will it will be it comes as to a shock uh it'll come as to It'll, it will not come as a surprise to anyone listening who knows me or has listened to me and me talk about it before. Three Six Mafia, one of my all-time favorite artists, and of course, this isn't just Three Six Mafia. You know, this also has uh, Young Buck, Eight Ball, and MJG. Um, but you know, this is primarily a Three Six song. This is sort of what breaks them into the atmosphere, and this is actually my favorite verse on the song. So I'm going to shut up. <laughs> Music video too, like. You know, like I don't know if you remember, Juicy J is wearing the specific green shirt in this with the skulls all over it in the music video. I wanted that so badly when I was a kid. In 2005, as a 13, as a 12 year old, that's all I wanted. Um, yeah, man. And when I first moved out to Florida, because that's when this song kind of hit. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working at a distribution center uh, here, and we were just loading and unloading semi trucks. And this song would come on the like twice an hour on the radio, and like so, like I, this puts me back. Like, I, I can smell that fucking inside wood of a fucking semi truck right now. Like mm-hmm. just that kind of dry, dusty smell. Like. We'd fucking, I just remember we, <laughs> we'd set up these stacks of pallets and then fucking hide in there. Like, we'd get them done real, knock out like a bunch real fast and then just chill for like hours. <laughs> I can, I can literally tell you exactly where I was and what I was doing the first time I heard of this song. Yeah. Um, one of my best friends, Ivan, uh, this shout, was, out Ivan. shout out Ivan. Uh, he would just he would come to my house every day you know he'd come to my house and then we'd go up and get to whatever shenanigans um and this instance he came over and he was just like uh, we're just sort of talking like he comes in obviously he's practically a fucking sibling walks in and um we're just watching tv and he's skimming through uh 
like oh fuck was it on demand at a, I guess like Comcast yeah you know so he's like on demand he's looking through music and he goes oh shit 3-6 Mafia put out a new song and I was like who because I'd heard 3-6 Mafia and Project Pat then but not at this is where I'm, I, it engulfs me basically and I was like what and he goes yeah check out this music video and he plays it and it was just like I gotta stay fly oh my god and just um, that summer literally we spent the rest of that summer um, which much like you say you know you smell the wood and stuff like that this reminds me of just again we spend that whole summer um, going to his house and uh, everyone was gone during the day so we'd pull out his brother's Xbox put it in the living room and we would play the Warriors uh, you know the, the Warriors game that they had at the time uh, we would boil up a, a bunch of Vienna hot dogs and uh, we would listen to old you know 3-6 Mafia Project Pat uh, Bone Thugs in Harmony like just that era of just you know southern rap and like you just it fucking it brings me so much joy you know um, on the, it's funny on the pilot episode because I also brought up 3-6 Mafia and I was, I was telling Cynthia how I was just like I was vehemently defending 3-6 Mafia and their impact to the industry to Drew, as if Drew was arguing with me you know I was like there was <laughs> there was no sort of argument or anything about it and I was just you know vehemently defending them uh, but yeah again to me 3-6 Mafia they are um, much like I said on that one you know they, they were very much ahead of their time this is sort of where they start to break break out a little bit more and honestly as far as albums go to me this is sort of um where they peak like after this is a lot of just trying to capture that lightning in the bottle again uh thankfully there's about (sighs) like six seven albums that have already come out at this point and most of their stuff that you know they're synonymous with um that that's it's all there you know, so this sort of helps them break out, and then people discover all that other stuff. And even now, like a lot of a lot of their music, a lot of uh, Project Pat's music, who just gets lumped in there with them. He's Juicy J's brother of, of Three Six Mafia. Um, a lot of it gets sampled nowadays. Like it's it's just a thing, you know. And uh, lucky luckily for them, they own the masters for all of their music. So, you know, they're they're pretty well off. They're good. Because most of them, they still put out music now. You know, DJ Paul and Juicy J, they'll they'll do a little bit of a like reunion tours here and there. Um, But really, they don't need to make music. You know, Juicy J talks about, he's like, I clear about three or four samples a day. Like, you know, they were, they, they're your favorite rapper's rapper. And I'll, I'll wait to get into my other spiel that I got into where, again, I was vehemently defending the honor of 3 6 Mafia. Um, Just cause. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, which which one do you want to do next, Drew? Uh, let's do Frank Turner. Frank Turner. All right. Um, this next song, yeah, is uh, is uh, by Frank Turner. Photosynthesis off uh, Love and Love Ire and Song. Yeah. Yeah. This is a song too that uh, same thing. Whenever I start to lose my punk rock sensibility, and I it's. <clears throat> I kind of feel because I say this with him a lot, where it's like that was he's like the one artist that his lyrics like strike a chord with me almost every time. And and maybe it's a cop out, you know, for everything. And maybe I shouldn't feel that way, but like 
like man i don't want to fucking grow up like <laughs> you know what i mean like dude a hundred percent yeah like there's a reason i'm a fucking 39 and 39 year old child like is it a problem maybe but like i'm fucking content so what's what's the issue you know what i mean i i talk about it like at, at like very frequently you know it's it's one of those things where with me like at work in particular you know it's like uh dress for the job that you want yeah and you know i dress a certain way i don't come into work with a suit i don't come into work with a tie you know most of the times i'm not wearing sleeves on my pants as i'm in shorts 24 7 but it's just one of those things because i look at like my boss and manager and they're very much in the same way you know how we're speaking where it's like sure when we need to be an adult we'll be an adult but like sort of just two giant kids you know sort of with adult money and that's you know that's how i feel myself you you're, you're literally you know you're staring right now as we're recording this at the fucking treasure trove of you know talk about buying things to hear heal your inner child i'm surrounded by all these little tchotchkes and, and, and toys that sort of bring me back to that and yeah i i i you know kevin smith you know he like there's there's i forget what it was he was doing I mean, he's quoted it several times but he says something about like I'm eternally just stuck between the ages of 18 and 21 and yeah. that's almost how I feel. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, you know, I talked about, well, no, I wasn't on here yet. But when I bought the, when I bought the house last year, like that was like the scariest fucking thing for me because I don't like, I've never committed to anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and there's a, there's a song I almost played from Frank Turner called The Road that's kind of about that where it's like like I have the friends that I have and like I'm always welcome you know to, to make new ones but like you kind of have to get it through a fucking checklist and everything else but like I, I'd rather shit like that and the shit that I know like the friendships are what, what I'm going to take with me if I if I if I were to go somewhere after I fucking die, like I won't be taking with me the house I bought or the fucking the job I had, but I will be taking with me fucking scrum. You know what I mean? Not fucking scrum, but like we're both going to hell. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> but like that—that's the shit. Like that—that's just not important to me. Like I just d- don't care. Like I could lose everything fucking tomorrow, but as long as I have my friends, I'm good to go. No, a hundred percent. I, you know, like I'm the same way. I'm not. A materialistic person i i get myself nice things when the situation calls for it you know i'm surrounded by fucking tchotchkes right now but like you know what i mean this is yeah like, it, i always say that like so everybody's you know the big thing was like especially here in florida is the fucking gun control thing right and it's like like look if somebody comes into my house and steals everything fucking in it including my dog now it's different. I don't have kids, but like if I had kids, it may be different. I don't give a fuck. Is it worth either one of us losing our life because we fucking pulled a gun? No. Take my fucking PlayStation Five. I don't give a fuck. I'm never going to shoot somebody for a PlayStation Five. It's the stupidest fucking thing ever. And now I just got political. <laughs> Listen, unlike you, I actually I do have guns. Two yeah. of them, baby, right here and 
right here. I'm of course flexing. I'm not showing off an actual gun. I, I also I don't would appear to be an AR fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> Two illegally owned AR fifteens, yes. No, I, I get what you mean. Yeah. Like when I was listening to it, that was sort of like you know, it, it's I get, yeah, again, I'm the same way. Like I like every Christmas, you know, my mom always like I don't want to say scolds me, but it's always just like ugh, like why so much? Like, you know, Christmas used to be sort of a more modest the yeah. holiday for us um because again it was my dad on a not a great salary and you know my mom was a stay-at-home mom and it was you know the the three kids and you know relatives and things like that um now that i have the means you know it's one of, and i have like my, my my two young nephews it's one of those things where i'm like oh, yeah i'll spend i will with my friends and my family and my loved ones it's like i will and again my mom will kind of see you sort of chastise me but it's like mom i can't take it with me I yeah. will. I'll spend. I'll spend every last dollar that I have, um, as long as it means that you're happy. As long as it, you know, it puts a smile on your face. Because while oh, I'm, yeah, I'm constantly getting scolded by my sister-in-law for that same thing. Yeah, and and then it's that where it's like, you know, what what the fuck, you know, uh, that, my oldest nephew. I got him a fucking samurai sword for Christmas, you know, <laughs> yeah. and it's one of those things where it's like. Well, it was like a hundred something bucks. It could have been double that, and that's fine because when this fucking kid opened up his present and saw that he had a samurai, oh my god, it was the, he lost his shit. Yeah, and that's what I care about. I care about making the moments. You know, again, very much the same thing where it's like, uh, you're like you're like Vince McMahon. It's all about that moment, you know. It's all about that moment, pal. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Wait, there's our wrestling tie-in. They're a wrestling tie-in, baby. Uh, and much like again, I'm very much a fan of of, of Three Six Mafia. There's another artist who I'm a very big fan of, and it would be unbecoming of me to to have to insert a fourth song because I didn't mention them. But of course, I'm gonna go with uh, you know one of my favorite songs, which uh, I'm gonna play the intro. Yeah, so I mentioned it before. Again, this is canonically, I think this is the second atmosphere song I ever listened to. The first one, of course, is uh, Don't Ever Fucking Question That. Um, I believe it's a Lucy Ford CD. But this one is off God Loves Ugly, which is one of my favorite fucking albums ever. Like, I, I, I love it so much. Um, to the point where I almost, I, I've not yet gotten the cover art tattooed on me which of course is just you know sean slug from atmosphere his face tattooed on me um i've seen atmosphere since oh boy since like 20 2008 no since like 2009 2010 every single time that they've been in chicago i've seen them 
with so nice. the exception of when they go to this festival called North Coast, because I'm not paying fucking $200 to get into some fucking shitty music festival. I'm sorry. But I've driven up to Minnesota to see them, so it's fine. I've gone several places across the country to see them. Um, wait, wait over $200 to get to where they're at, but I won't go to this festival. No. Are you kidding me? I'd pay $200 to never have to go to North Avenue Beach. And if you're from Chicago, you know how... T- how terrible of a place that is just on a random Tuesday in the summer for a music festival again no thank you no but this just again reminds me of sort of like like young love you know like I'm a very much like a hopeless romantic at heart and at 14 15 however it was when I listened to this you know it's like yeah like you know especially at the beginning of a song you know the first like it's just, you know, first time I met the devil at the Motel 6. And then he describes this girl that he met, you know. Um, every script for every movie that I've ever written, you know, the um, the romantic interest. Yeah. Always, they all, the characters will always meet at a Hotel 6, you know, <laughs> at a Motel 6. Um, and it, she's described as it does in the song. Um to, and, and I go even further with like atmosphere deep cuts where like uh, you know her name is Lucy tattooed hands like just I go full with it you know but um, I don't know you know again it's a lot of atmosphere's music just sparks my creativity yeah. you know because even after you had mentioned over on the draft pod that like you love that you love atmosphere and stuff um, I have there's this like mix on SoundCloud I have the SoundCloud app specifically for this like mix that someone made um of just a bunch of atmosphere songs and i'll listen to that every now and then when i'm like i need to kill an hour and just sort of get back in the mood of it um because there's a lot of like fun samples like i'm a huge sample guy like even i to go back to to stay fly you know that's my favorite sample of any song they sample willie hutch's tell me why has our love turned cold and it's just such a good sample and Again, with a lot of Atmosphere's music, you know, they have, like, fun samples. I forget the specific one that they use for this one. So, forgive me, but um, I I don't know, man. This song just just, just makes me happy, you know? Yeah. Reminds me of Young Love. Oh, I get that. I get that for sure. I actually, when you you sent that, and I was like, I was like, ooh. That that one, like, got me of, like, I need to listen to that again. Like... As I turn it on like immediately, just like yeah, this one fucking this might this one end up might like be one of those ones where it's like I play it like twenty times in the next like forty eight hours, you know? It happens, dude. I'm t- yeah. like it, it happens. Um, let's let's go. Let's work. We'll go ahead and go to uh, to your last list because this is a fucking classic. This is one of those. Where, so like I mentioned, you know, every time I write a movie, you know, I'm like uh-huh. in my mind it's modern man the intro to modern or when you meet the romantic lead you know but i think specifically like in my head i'm like oh i would probably have like you know uh atmosphere open up one of my movies because i just you know i really like it and whenever i hear this song i specifically think of one of my favorite movies of all time and uh we're of course talking about 1995's uh off uh return to the 36 chambers shimmy shimmy ya by the fucking legendary goddamn you know rapper himself oh odb old dirty bastard drew right now holding up the 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 toy of him 
Um, yeah, man. Dude, like, for those other two, like, it's about lyrics. You know, it's about the punk rock attitude, I guess. This is the fucking person. Like, I, t- I think I talked about, it was on the pilot where I talked about, like, we were just, like, like, Earn Your Halo was a little bit of just shit lords. Like, I was going through a very much of a fucking ODB phase and, like, not, like, to the point where, like, my fucking nickname at that time was the real Big Baby Jesus because <laughs> in honor of fucking ODB. Like, dude, like, I don't know. I just, that, that fucking mentality of just not giving a fuck, I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, man, like, that's the one thing with, like, if you watch an interview with ODB, and, like, he's the epitome of just, like, I'm gonna fucking do me, and I don't give a fuck. In the best way possible, of course. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, of course, obviously. As many of those lifestyles do, and ended way too early. Uh, but, like, when we when I saw Wu in September last year, they came out and they had fucking YDB, fucking ODB's kid, the young dirty bastard. <laughs> of course. Uh, like his parts and dude, like he sounds exactly like him. Like I'm sure he's probably like not like I'm sure he's probably, you know, not as hardcore as dad was, but like fuck me. like it is amazing. Like there's there's a there's a couple songs like this where it's just like anytime I just hear ODB I'm just like yeah, like that's that's the fucking that's kind of like you know when the dog shakes off the fucking water uh-huh. you know fucking life in that moment uh, and of course this like if you've ever watched um, Knocked Up I mean it's in plenty of movies but to me this is the most synonymous with Knocked Up yeah um, such a great like when, it, when that fucking piano hit I was just like alright I already love this movie Oh, 100%. Yeah, like, this is one of those songs, and, like, I sort of talked about it with um, um, with a song that I'll be bringing up on a future episode, but there's certain songs, or if you if just, if they're in something, it's like, this is my shit. I'm going to, I am going to enjoy it much more than I would have if it was with any other song. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, again, this is, very, like, this very much just, um, like every now and then we do i mean not every now and then every week actually uh, over at whatnot we 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 do like uh, the whatnot stream at work and stuff like that and um this song will come up every now and then it's just sort of just like like ryan usually plays a song first to sort of get himself like hyped up before playing like whatever other and he's you guys are like basically the same age so you know a lot of the similar music and and, and taste in music and stuff like that um so this definitely comes up and yeah like i was i was very happy when i saw that um you put that in there because i was just like uh i can't wait to fucking you know chop it up about that song um much like i can't wait to chop it up about this uh this next song that uh you know it's uh off the off the 2001's toxicity uh album by system of a down uh chop suey you know this is not featured in enough movies or tv i remember it specifically because we you know we talked yesterday on um uh when we were recording the episode for the pwt cast you know there's the mortal Kombat one trailer that came out there was a mortal Kombat trailer i remember from a few years ago that used this song and i was like i need to buy this game like yeah. <laughs> very much in burt kreischer like fashion i was like i need to buy this and i need to buy it now because you know they're they're talking or they're using fucking system of a down 
Um, and yeah, I fucking love this song. You know, it's like, uh, to me, again, just one of these fucking classics. Like, heavy metal, new metal, whatever fucking category you want to lump it into. Like, if this was the only song System of a Noun ever made, I think, like, hell of a fucking song to go out on. But, um, yeah, this was actually produced by Rick Rubin, you know? Yeah. Um, which sort of explains why it's so masterfully fucking put together and composed. Um, but, yeah, no, like, I grew up, you know, again, a lot of the music I grew up listening to um, was the music that, like, my cousins were listening to or that, uh, you know, my godfather, Jesus, shout out Jesus, that, like, he and his sisters were listening to. So it's a lot of, you know, System of a Down, Blink-182, some for, like, those sort of bands. I wasn't listening to Britney Spears and NSYNC and Backstreet Boys because I was too fucking cool for school. It's like, no, nah, man, I'm listening to, like, NWA and uh, Three Six Mafia and, you know, System of a Down because that's just what they were listening, listening to. And this song in particular is one that is always just stuck with me. This, again, you want to talk about childhood, I'm outside on the front porch and, you know, uh, Jesus' sister has her fucking boombox out. And this part that's about to play, I'm about to go fucking crazy over. Fucking doing the, the J. Oh. Yeah, even as a fucking kid, I'm like inside because, of course, I'm pretty shy on outside. And I learned also via, again, this Rick Rubin interview. Um, I forget where he did it, but like this part in particular Serge Tankian couldn't figure out what to have for this part of the song and just pull the book off the fucking shelf and like pick a you know fucking a, like from whatever book that Rick Rubin had pick like a, a verse or a sentence or two to say and just went with that which I'm just like of course you know um, but yeah man I don't know I just I fucking love the song like it's one of those um, like the music video is fucking awesome too you know like especially for like 2001 I mean if you watch it it's very much of it's time it very much looks like it was filmed yeah. in 2001 but pretty cool you know especially when they get to like the father and it's just like they're, it's switching in between every single person in the group Um, yeah man I don't know how much the kids were fucking loving it you know in, in, in 2001 but uh oh, eight-year-old eight-year-old scrump fucking dug it yeah i definitely you know i had some of those fucking sitting on a porch listening to this shit i just that just reminded me when you said that, i was like oh man that's like that's one of those memories too of just those fucking summer nights sitting on a porch and fucking you know just listening to music and stuff like when you didn't have school and all that shit like that was the best again yeah it's like it's just so much fun you know again some of some of I, I like i mentioned earlier some of my best memories are just sitting around listening to music like when i discovered atmosphere what what was it that we were doing you know me and my friends we were at my cousin's house uh you know we were grilling her parents were grilling you know her parents were grilling uh because we were not good at starting and turning off a grill and almost started several fires you know but it's like <laughs> we were grilling um 
uh, listening to music, just discovering new music. Everyone, everyone got a, a well, I would say everyone got a, a chance. No, it was Elisa's iPod. So it was whatever was on, on you know, my cousin's iPod, what we were listening to. Um, but yeah, just plenty of times again, discovering three, six mafia, just that summer, just in Ivan's porch playing or, you know, in his basement playing fucking, uh, the warriors game and stuff like that. And it's just, I don't know. I think that's one of the beautiful things. I mean, even so much as recently, again, like I mentioned, a lot of fucking, you know, like new music that's that I discover is just, hey, I'm going to show you some cool music. And, you know, I just, I love that. I love discovering yeah. new music, Drew. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> uh, I do, but it's uh, it's rare that it hits. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, and again, like there's just there is a lot of it out there so that's sort of going to be one of the more interesting things especially um i think when we start bringing guests on you know because we do yeah. have a lot of like friends of the show who again are also very much into music and like um i know a lot of like the, the our friends like over at the draft pod again we all have sort of similar tastes yeah. um you know like our our, our 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 wonderful our wonderful friend wes you know like again he's a musician himself and uh you know what we didn't even get to talking about it but next week i'm gonna make sure we we, we do address it we do talk to it because again there is a musician on the show and uh you know he 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 has not told his origin story <laughs> yeah and about this wonderful song about the olsen twins that he wrote which uh you know not today not but not today no um so yeah man you know that will sort of conclude it for again for this episode one of uh scrump and drew's music box again uh send us feedback message us if you have my number text me just uh let us know what you think or you know if you're like hey it'd be sort of interesting if you add this in um we might take it into effect we might do it you know we might even get a old ka kevin aldrich to come up with a fun jingle for us we don't know yet we're just flying by the seat of our pants is that how the song goes or the 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 phrase that's how it goes yeah perfect well there you go um yeah, no, Drew. Any uh, any parting words of wisdom? Uh, damn the man, save the empire. <laughs> uh, like in Star Wars? Is that a Star Wars reference? It's Empire Records. Not Empire Carpet. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Because that is well, that. Because they have today. Oh, oh the, so <laughs> speaking speaking of that again, if you would have, and I'm sure most of you have, I, I mentioned uh, earlier in the week that you know uh, we went on a date, not me and Drew, me and the Make Queen, uh, to this video game place, and there was there was this one sort of a uh, trivia game that we were playing, and uh, it was like sing the jingle to the Empire Carpet commercial, like, and I was like five eight eight. Oh no, it was uh, Luna, not Empire. It was another like I don't know if you guys had Luna Carpet by you guys. Um, but it was like five eight eight two. Oh no, it was Empire. It was Empire. It was five eight eight two three hundred Empire today? Um, which that that is gonna be a fun one. I definitely want to get to to TV jingles because um, they just don't do them anymore. Like I watch commercials and it's all like fucking. Uh, are you depressed or have diarrhea? Take this pill and you won't be depressed and have diarrhea anymore. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't have either. <laughs> right now at least you know so i don't yeah. want to take your fucking pill at the moment. yeah at the moment no i'm fine it's always like side effects include death uh the black plague uh aliens invading your city also also diarrhea also diarrhea i'm just like well what the fuck is going on there man um so yeah so that'll conclude uh you know this first episode again shoot us some feedback and uh you know i i think for these first few episodes i'm thinking maybe around episode 
three or four, we start getting into into some sort of themes because, um, uh, you know, just to sort of get to know us a bit, you yeah. know. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening and uh, for this inaugural episode of uh, Scrump and Drew's Music Box. I've been Scrump. I've been Drew. And this is a friend of the show and a multi-time Grammy-winning artist, uh, Elton John.